0: listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. Uh, I am Tiny, and sitting across from me is John. Hello. We're recording a little bit late this week, but we are here, as ever, to talk about odd news. But first, how was your week?
1: Uh, it was pretty good. Okay, uh, I was. It popped in my head to tell you this right before we hit record. Mm-hmm. So I'm at home eating lunch today. Deidre has constant Christmas gifts getting shipped to the house. I open the door to go back to work, and there's like three packages there. Mm-hmm. One of them's very small. I scoop them up, and I'm going to take them to the closet. And I look, and there's a one of them's for Thomas. And so I was, he was there, and I was like, "Hey, this is for you, man. It's weird." He's like, yeah, what's coming for me? And I was like, I don't know. You know, it's from a Tuscaloosa address is a guy's name.
0: But he's the recipient.
1: But he's the recipient. It's not you or Deirdre. No. Like, okay. And so I was like, open it up. And so he like opened it up and he turned his back to me. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just trying to get it open. And he pulled it out, and it was a bunch of Pokemon cards. <laughs> I was like, did you? I, was like, did I don't you know order- how I got these. That's right. I was like, did you order Pokemon cards? Like, I don't I don't know what, the, how these came here. Maybe Ollie bought <laughs> them. Oh,
0: yeah. He was like, I used to let.
1: <laughs> Ollie had lived with us for three months. <laughs> oh, four months now. He was like, I used to let him play on my phone when he was in my room. And while I was playing Xbox, I bet he ordered them a while back. So I was like getting the paper out of the envelope. And one of them was the packet slip. And I was like, no, this said it was ordered on the live stream on uh, December 11th, 2022. <laughs> I was like, that was Sunday night. He's like, I don't know, maybe something weird happened <laughs> on TikTok or whatever. And I was like, okay. And so I took a picture of the address that it was from and the guy's name. And I took a picture of that packet slip. And I was like, I'm going to
0: get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I got to go back to work. <laughs> So of all the things yeah. your son could have been ordering, sure. It could have been and he was so ashamed of it. <laughs> say, he could have been ordering like sex toys <laughs> or like pornography or like drugs. Sure. Uh, all, all the stuff your teenage son could have been getting, it was the worst thing imaginable. Pokemon. It was Pokemon cards. I'm bringing that <laughs> Satan into my house. Uh
1: I was like, uh, I found the dude that sold them to him to immediately. Found him on TikTok. <laughs> I screenshotted that to him. I was like, this is the dude right here. And he's like, I'll see about it. And then I was,
0: I'll see about it. Does, is, <sighs> does he think for a second that he has you fooled? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. But
1: I came back with the same, I was like, my next message was, I don't care if you bought Pokemon cards on the internet.
0: And he was like,
1: okay. I was like, it's weird that the guy lives in Tuscaloosa. Y'all should hang out and play Pokemon together. Nerds. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. So
0: <laughs> what would have been hilarious is if you would have told him, son, I accept you <laughs> exactly as you You are. know, exactly as you are. I love you. Like get him to bring his guard down sure. and get him to fess up. And then you're immediately like, psych. That was all. That was to get you to quit being an idiot and just drop your guard. Now you're fixing to get
1: it. Oh, uh, he he is a he's a big nerd. I guess I thought I was raising him better than that. I will brag on him though. He uh, he made the UAB honor band, mm-hmm. and so we had to go up there Sunday to watch him play. A whole long story, but we ended up having to sit behind the stage and couldn't see him at all. But he had a solo and everything. And the dude that he tried out with was like, Hey, next year when you graduate, you should come here. We'll have scholarship money for him. So that was oh, nice. kind of a good, all right. good thing. But I was very proud of him for that. I was about to say, Isn't that talented. where his girlfriend's wanting to go? Yeah, but I don't, he doesn't really want to go to you. He's like, Psh. You know, it's like yeah, the other guy's like, Yeah, you should come here. We'll pay you to come to school here. And I was in my mind like, Psh, I'm never coming here.
0: I was like John's like, how many national championships does UAB have? I was like, If that's I bet the, it's less than seventeen. I was like, if that's the only place that's
1: offering you money to go, that'll be where you're going. I was like, you could go be a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Like you're at one of the finest medical schools in the world. So yeah, so I brag on him for that, but I'm very disappointed that my son <laughs> is is hanging out buying Pokemon cards off of TikTok live streams. But
0: And the dude's right here in Tuscaloosa. And he happens to live in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> he
1: included... All right, you'll find this cool. He included a Julio Jones card and wrote oh, a little okay. note, like a little sticky note on it. It was in a protector. Sticky note on it that said Roll Tide, so... He just mailed it from over off of skyland Boulevard. <laughs> I could drive to his house right now. I know exactly where the dude lives.
0: <laughs> How dare you introduce that to my boy? <laughs> We want a refund now. We want
1: our money back.
0: (laughs) But we're keeping the Julio Jones card. (laughs) Sir,
1: I'm a Christian man, and I'd like to share the gospel with you. (laughs) I know this Pokemon is bringing you down to the devil's (laughs) 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 hell. But let me tell you, Jesus is the way. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so that's the drama at my house. Libby got a new cast, which is cool. It's a whole nother color, and she's got to get everybody to re sign it. So, uh, all right. You know, well, anyways, that's all the news from the long front. What What's going on in your world?
0: Well, I'm working nights this week. Oh, and we just went to go uh, run some errands, and our van is completely dead. Oh, will not start, will not try to start. Need a new battery? I'm hoping yeah. that that's all it is. Yeah. But we, had that uh, problem. we 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 shall see because you know I tried to, to jump it off and it didn't even it wouldn't even try to crank. Right. So
1: Hmm. Well, if you need me to help switch you out a battery or something, let me know. <laughs> All
0: right. Since
1: you're working at nights or whatever yeah, tomorrow yeah. afternoon or something. If you want me to take it off and go to O'Reilly's and get one for you, <laughs> I'll be glad to
0: appreciate it. Appreciate it's gonna it. be raining, maybe not tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Ah, I mean, maybe Thursday.
0: And it seems like I had some other uh, other bit of misfortune, but maybe that's Oh, the in-laws, uh one of them is po- covid positive. Oh, for real? Now, I have not been around. I don't them. care. So, I don't care. <laughs> we have beat this thing. Sure,
1: Tiny, we beat <laughs> the original. We beat the original covid. This little covid going around is like a cold.
0: <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. We beat the real deal back. We beat the killer covid. Yeah, covid it may have killed half a million people. Sure. But it didn't kill half in a million plus two. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> didn't get us. Well, I, I'm sorry for everybody who lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. That is tragic. It is. But Tiny and I cannot apologize for having superior immune system.
0: Yeah. That's and this was the before way... ivermectin yeah. and anticonal metabodies. Sure. And all this other junk that y'all were pumping into the president. <laughs> we didn't I, need any no. of that. Well,
1: I, I injected bleach. <laughs> It worked great. I drank some fish chemicals.
0: <laughs> it worked great. Look at us. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, we can't help it. We're healthy. You know, like
0: look at us. Two pictures of health. <laughs> the picture, the textbook definition sure. of health.
1: Oh, you're talking clean eating, <laughs> CrossFit. That's us. <laughs> See, I have a theory that we made. We probably fare pretty well because we don't take care of ourselves. Our body's just used to crap happening. You know, (laughs) like every day, my body's like, Oh my goodness, what is
0: this? The third nutty buddy you're going to (laughs) eat? So, what's a virus to a guy that's dealing with that every day? I think just the sheer numbers of people who depend on me is right, like keeps my body sure defeat, just beating all the odds. Like, there's we can't quit (laughs) because we are just. Integral sure. to the state of Alabama, right? Function. No, they
1: need you. Yeah, yeah. Race car drivers, <laughs> Tara, your kids, the patio you're building. <laughs> that all, all of that is yes. that's like a collective energy. All the listeners, you <laughs> yeah, all of our <laughs> listeners, they, who desperately depend on us for entertainment. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's like a collective consciousness of we want Tiny to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, and so that results in you being healthy
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: not a bad theory right there very far out but i like it well what do you got this week okay uh i got several stories uh let's see (coughs) let's talk about uh uh the the strictest olive garden manager in the world (laughs) okay uh a guy who had a little dispute with his hoa and
0: uh Let's just do a quick QAnon story. Too. Okay. I have a story about a knife attacker. I have a story about an arsonist, but I wanted to start with this one. This is just kind of a fun story. Something light to get us sure. started. The English language has the, an the amazing greatest lexicon of
1: words. Sure. The greatest language.
0: Yes. Yeah. And there's constantly new words coming about. Sure. Like, what are some uh, cool new hip words? I, uh, <laughs> Sus. Uh, twerk. <laughs> twerk. <laughs> sure. That's a new word. Well, the Oxford Dictionary, they have awarded a new word, uh, word of the year, okay. 2022, and for the for the year of 2022... Oxford dictionaries. Now this is going to be the word of the year.
1: Is this the word this will be the word like future generations. Yes. Thousands of years from now if our lord Terry's will look back on and go 2022 this is the word that meant the most to those people.
0: It's probably going to be a situation where historians talk about people in history and mm-hmm. they're like This is how they were feeling, but they didn't have a word for that yet. Okay, yeah. That word didn't come about until the year 2022. Sure, right. And that word is goblin mode. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that like eating at a buffet, like you're gobbling it up? No, it is. uh, First of all, it won hands down word of the year, beating metaverse and hashtag I stand with. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad it beat Metaverse. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't care. I don't know anything about the hashtag enough to not like it. Well, I would much rather say goblin mode than I stand with such and such. Yeah. You know? I'm tired
1: of people standing with everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, so let's just all stand on our own. Yeah. You either stand with us <laughs> That's right. or you stand by yourself. <laughs> hashtag
1: I stand with Earth Oddity. <laughs>
0: yes. That'll be what's going around when we're getting canceled eventually. <laughs> But for those still unfamiliar with the term, it describes a type of behavior that is unapologetically self indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Okay. So it could be you're at the buffet. Sure. And you're going- everybody else walks up and they have the little sneeze guard and they use sure. the little tongs to get whatever. Right. But because you're in goblin mode, you just bury your face. You drug a chair up. (laughs) You're just sitting there eating straight off of it. Because you're in goblin mode. Goblin mode. (laughs) Hey
1: guys. Hey, Latin Americans at the (laughs) Hong Kong buffet. I'm in goblin mode. This is cool.
0: (laughs) Everyone return to your seats. I'm in goblin mode. Says 93% of the 340,000 people who took part in the vote opted overwhelmingly for goblin mode, first spotted on Twitter in 2009, but then reached its peak of popularity in Google Trends in February of this year after a Twitter user claimed under a fake headline that the rapper formerly known as Kanye West and Julia Fox broke up after she went goblin mode. Oh. So, okay. <laughs> the president of Oxford Languages, Casper Garlwolf, admitted in a press release that this year they had been extremely surprised by the le- by the level of voting participation and enthusiasm for the goblin term. Goblin mode resonates with all of us who are feeling a little overwhelmed at this point, <laughs> Wall says in the statement. This dude's like... He's like an educated guy. <laughs> yes. He's having to make the statement. <laughs> it, "Quote: It's a relief to acknowledge that we're not always idealized, uh, curated selves, and that we're encouraged to present on our Instagram and TikTok feeds." So, okay, there you go. Well, that is probably true. Does anybody need to know what a goblin is? It goes on to explain what a goblin is, but I always thought it was like a boogeyman, right? Yeah, it's like a little uh little mischievous creature. Okay, I thought that was a gremlin. (laughs) Not similar. What's
1: gremlin mode? (laughs) mode. That's when I eat after midnight.
0: Yeah, I thought it was when you're like hanging out on the wing of a plane, freaking out (laughs) William Shatner. That's a great <laughs> reference. I don't know that uh, our younger listeners will get it, but that's a good reference. I, I actually, the only reason I know that reference is because The Simpsons. Okay, it, so <laughs> oh, that's a great
1: Twilight Zone episodes are awesome. By the way, mm-hmm. all of them, they're great. That's good TV. Um. Well, QAnon. Speaking of Goblin Mode. <laughs> Let's talk QAnon. QAnon went goblin mode for a while, I think. And during that, well, I guess still QAnon followers are arguing if the Beatles were involved in witchcraft and child sacrifice. Huh. All right. Quick disclaimer Mom, this is talking about the Beatles, your favorite <laughs> band of all time. My mom's the biggest Beatles fan. I don't believe any of it, Mom. The Beatles were fine young men, Christian men from Liverpool. So, there we go.
0: The only thing is, uh, I believe Paul McCartney was uh, killed. Oh yeah, He, he died yeah. in a car wreck. Right. He wasn't killed, he died in a car sure. wreck. Right. And then they replaced him with a lookalike.
1: Right, who is pretty talented. That <laughs> yeah. lookalike went on did some really great music. Still is making good music. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, They hit it, I mean, imagine striking it rich <laughs> twice with your Paul. Have you ever heard about that one dude who was the drummer and then he got kicked out of the band yes. right before they hit it big. Yes, right. Yeah. Oh,
1: what was his name? Pete? I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't but, yeah. remember
0: his name, but man.
1: Um Well, as the biggest rock band of the 20th century, the Beatles were naturally also the subject of infamous conspiracy theories. According to urban legend, Paul McCartney died and was replaced by an imposter, Tiny broke that news first. (laughs) Credit to Tiny. Credit to me. (laughs) He scooped Rolling Stone on this story uh, with his surviving bandmates leaving cryptic clues to cover up their music and album art. Uh, Decades later, a far-right fringe movement would make this kind of outlandish claim as a matter of course. QAnon followers who started out as Trump loyalists, believing that he was engaged in a secret war with the deep state and a cabal of pedophile elites. Now, that part's true. <laughs> we all know they exist.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of evidence that that, may in, that part may indeed be true.
1: Sure. They've floated the idea that JFK Jr. is still alive and suggested that President Biden is actually a robot. Hmm, I hadn't heard that one.
0: I hadn't either. I just thought like we would have better working <laughs> software. Saying, if Joe Biden is a robot, we need ro- our money The field back. of robotics has not come along no. as promised. Sure. It's um, a terrible robot. Yeah. It's not fooling nobody. It is. Yeah. It's like the Hall of Presidents at Disney World. <laughs> That's what we got. Where we got animatronics. Disney has a better Joe Biden. They do. In America, has a Joe Biden. No, they do. <laughs> I was just there.
1: They 100% do. I was
0: like, this Joe Biden's cool. <laughs> he's not slurring his words. Yeah. He seems he's, like he's got it together. He's coherent. Sure. He's not shaking hands with ghosts. Well, he did throw his hand out one time,
1: <laughs> but I don't know if that was part of the speech. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, he says they have come to these conclusions uh, in much the same way as... 60 stoners would have proved that Paul was dead by interpreting images and texts in a way that no reasonable, reasonable person ever would. Um, So it can't be a surprise that this cult is a cult apparently, Mm -hmm. um, which now studies any artifact they can to advance a new satanic panic is arguing that whether the Beatles were tied up in witchcraft and child sacrifice. One lively conversation on the topic unfolded after anti-woke conspiracy theorist Samira Khan shared the controversial Butcher album cover uh, for the collection Yesterday and Today, which was withdrawn after the band, by the band after a dispute with their label. In an attempt at provocation, Khan saw the, a touch of shatan or de- demonic spirit in the Islamic tradition. Uh, among many replies speculating on the meaning of the image, one Twitter user referenced a, a book that alleges the Beatles were created and financed by the UK government. Um, the text, The Conspirator's Hierarchy, The Committee of 300. What a great name for, uh, <laughs> for a, like a secret text. I like that. Lays out the long standing conspiracy theory that a secret group founded by the British aristocracy in 1727 controls all global affairs. I didn't know that. We whooped their butt in 1776.
0: <laughs> they weren't in charge of that, were no, they?
1: Unless they were. <laughs> unless they were tiny. So, anyways, so in 1727, they were like, you know what we need? Probably like a couple hundred years from now. A rock and roll band. <laughs> what What's rock and need? roll?
0: Don't worry about it. Sure.
1: Um, now, this is a Rolling Stone article, so it's super long. I'm trying to get down to the baby eating part. <laughs> so several months ago, a user wrote uh, that as a huge Beatle fan, they were perturbed to hear Q-influencer Juan 07, who some in the movement identify as the still-living JFK Jr. You're telling me about him. <laughs> Uh, says that Paul McCartney had died in 1969, uh, and commenters assured him it was a fact. Uh, The death of Paul is an entry conspiracy theory, said another user, once you realize how much you've been lied to about the Beatles. Even if only in small ways where you still think Paul is Paul, it primes you for accepting that much of your culture has been a psyop and false. A similar opinion appeared in an earlier post that asked if Paul McCartney is really dead, and they deceived people back in late '60s. Can you imagine what they can do now? <laughs> can you? I don't see they don't they've went away from the baby killing. Well, um,
0: just because you can imagine somebody could do something doesn't mean that they've done that. No, that's a hundred percent true. Um, And I mean, look, all the uh, all the Beatles stuff, you know, I've listened to podcasts about it. it is fun. Sure. But. Well, you got to think this is what I've always thought about,
1: like that Paul is dead and everything. You got to think at that time in the world. If there was a small rumor, because whatever, Paul didn't wear his shoes on an album cover, whatever the f- tipping point was, mm-hmm. if you're in the Beatles and you have any sort of sense of humor, you're like, we're going to do something on every record now. <laughs> you know? Because yes. you you have that power. And you're like, I, it's like starting a rumor on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's super fun to do, by the way, if you've never done it. I recommend <laughs> it to everyone. It is so awesome to watch it just snowball out of control it was that pre-internet, you know? And mm-hmm. I think the same thing about like all the eighties, like, uh, we're putting devil worshiping music backwards on the tape or whatever. Yeah. You know, if I was in Judas priest or whatever, the first time I heard that I was like, Hey, next tape we put out, I want something that sounds a little bit like Satan, you know, just to be in there, <laughs> just to mess with everybody, you know? <laughs> and that's what they were doing.
0: Yeah. So. It, also to think that, okay. Uh, Our lead singer died, and we replaced him with this other guy. Who was phenomenal. And it's got to be a secret, but we want to secretly let the fans know. Yeah. And the way we're going to let them know is we're going to put flowers on this album cover. Sure. And everyone's going to say, these are the flowers for the funeral that we don't know about.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're just goofing. It had to be
1: that. They were were mischievous young lads, and they were goofing. And the sixties were weird. I think a lot of it were were people just playing around, you know, like let's see what all kind of sounds we can get recorded and on an album, so people would listen to a Beatles record and be like, "Oh, they're saying, you know, hear that little noise in the background. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Paul's dead. It sounded like tires screeching or whatever."
0: <laughs> and or it was the I buried Paul.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I buried Paul. Yeah, yeah.
1: all of that stuff, and they were just goofing. I'm sure, mm-hmm. uh, and experimenting. So. Same thing in the '80s when everybody went nuts about all that too.
0: I read an interview with Alice Cooper where he said that there was you know tons of rumors, sure. that got started, and every single one of them they would uh, they would like egg it on. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, they would never deny it. Sure. They would always. Yeah, that's great. You know, let let everybody think that
1: Alice Cooper discovered by Frank Zappa, by the way, hmm. one of the greatest musicians of all time. I recommend everybody. If you have a weird enough brain to listen to Frank Zappa because it's amazing
0: music. <laughs> yeah. I love him.
1: Listen to him today.
0: And it's also crazy to think about. I don't know if you know if you even know this, but uh, uh, for, uh theologian, he's dead now, but R. C. Sproul, yeah, he was good friends with Alice Cooper. Oh yeah. They played golf together. Huh. Well, yeah, I know Alice is a, he's a big golfer. I think he's a big uh, conservative guy. Yeah, he's a Christian. I think he loves Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. He's yeah. a Christian. He just well, there you go.
1: You know, just making money. He's he's, he's, goofing. Yeah. Like how could you not back then? (laughs) All that stuff was like cutting edge, pretending to cut somebody's head off on stage. It was like cutting edge stuff. How could you not do it? I think uh, it was my dad who, when Marilyn Manson came around, you know, and was freaking everybody out. My dad was like, "I liked it better when he was called Alice Cooper," you
0: know, because it was like the same thing. You know? Yeah,
1: it was basically the same act all over again.
0: But it's just like every generation. It's like we have to shock. Yeah, right. And we have to just keep going
1: more and more and more and more. Until we're at the point now, I think to shock people, you have to revert to Christianity. You know, like, oh. that's like the, we have expanded to the I was point about to say,
0: we're getting there. Yeah, like you, <laughs> yeah.
1: everybody's got a tattoo. You can't get a tattoo anymore. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You know, everybody's got their nose rings and all that. You you're gonna come back to Jesus. This is gonna be <laughs> the great revival. <laughs> people coming back to the fold.
0: Yeah, hardcore Christians. Yeah. This is our time, Southern Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to shock people? Tell them they're going to burn in hell sure. if they don't repent from their sins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's well, funny is, like,
1: uh, you know, Christians make up whatever they say 80% of the United States. You know, that's a little over inflated based on my church attendance
0: records <laughs> that I've seen, but whatever. I think most of those polls are just uh, the criteria is do you believe? Yeah. You, in Jesus. Have you seen a church? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever attended a service yes. in your life? Right. But anyways, yeah. if
1: we, it's still funny to be like, we're, we're the
0: new counterculture. <laughs> <laughs> Christianity is the new counterculture. Uh, all right, John. Uh, for my next story here, man arrested for allegedly setting fire to a manager's car hours after being fired from a seafood restaurant. Okay. This is in Baton Rouge. Oh, a man was arrested Monday after he allegedly tried to set fire to his manager's truck. Only a few hours after being fired, the fire department was called to a vehicle on fire Monday night around 9:30 p.m. with when the general manager of the fiery crab (laughs) on City Place (laughs) Court should have seen this coming. I. I knew a girl. We called that. That was our nickname. Yeah. Did she ever start fires? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I don't, I don't think so. I think she did. I think she set plenty of them. I was. She was redheaded. All right. Anyway. Uh, Left the restaurant and then saw a small fire under his truck. He moved his truck and then found a broken, partially burnt glass bottle with a rag stuffed in it <laughs> as a wig. So a little homemade Molotov cocktail. Sure. Manager told investigators that he had fired Jordan Kuta, 26, around 5 p.m. that same night. What was it? Kuta? K-O-O-T-A. I mean, this is Louisiana. Everybody's got a weird last name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, get the Kuta's fingerprints were found on the glass bottle. <laughs> So, would like to point out to everybody, he could have just been drinking a drink sure. and then tossed his There's bottle no telling. <laughs> You can't
1: prove that he filled that bottle up, lit it on fire, and threw it under the vehicle of
0: the guy who fired it. It's circumstantial at best. <laughs> at best. <laughs> yes. Hashtag, I stand with Kuta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He was goblin mode, right? It was goblin mode. You can't blame him. He was booked for one count of simple arson and simple criminal damage to property. So, Mm. well, I mean, getting fired from the fiery crab, (laughs) that's tough. You know, he must have loved that job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To be that upset, he must (laughs) have loved working there. This hurt his feelings real bad.
0: <laughs> I like to imagine him. He got fired and he's just absolutely crushed and he's angry and he wants revenge. And he's like, I got fired from the fiery <laughs> crab. What am I going to do? Maybe I could, uh, I don't know, freeze his truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I mean, it's a young man that, Had a passion for crabs, you know, and he was devastated to lose his job. Uh, Went out in the parking lot, drank a beer, left the bottle in the parking lot. We admit to his littering. (laughs) Yes. And then he he left the scene to go apply to other seafood places around town.
0: And then his manager. Yeah. Who saw a good opportunity sure. for an insurance scam? The manager had a vendetta against you,
1: <laughs> clearly because he was wrongfully terminated.
0: Yeah. And He's like, I bet I take that bottle yeah. that he left there in the parking lot, and I fill it up with,
1: yep. you know, gasoline and yes. set
0: it on fire. Sure, and well, I can I can get a settlement exactly, and get Kuta in and jail. get
1: Kuta in jail. Two <laughs> birds, one stone. that's why I'm the GM of the fiery crab (laughs) and he's unemployed (laughs) outside of the box thinking that rose me up the ranks to your honor.
0: I rest my case. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you must have (laughs) quit. There we go. Uh, I mean, earth oddity Esquire, you know, (laughs) law firm, (laughs) It's got a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah. I think until probably within the last couple of decades, there was still a state where you could just take the bar. You didn't have to go to law school. And if you passed the bar, you could be, you know, licensed as a lawyer.
0: Who was that dude, uh, the, the Catch Me If You Can, the guy that, yeah. that movie was based on? Uh,
1: Leonardo DiCaprio, I believe is his name. Well, that's
0: the actor. <laughs> but whoever the real guy was, uh, you know, he, supposedly that's how, that's what he did. Like oh, he, yeah. when he faked his, Law degrees or whatever.
1: He just took the bar.
0: Yeah, he just took the bar, huh. and he—he. He, I remember, uh, like which—and this is coming from the movie, but yeah. that, I remember Tom Hanks asked me. He's like, "How did you? How did you cheat the bar?" And he's like, "Hey, you want to know my secret? I didn't. I studied for a month straight, every waking hour. And <laughs> yeah. I passed it. Well, there you go. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah." Totally. Sure. What <laughs> how hard can it be? We show up and we want to take one
1: test together. You know?
0: <laughs> we put our brains together. Yeah, There's one, nothing we can't accomplish. We're one amazing legal team. Go listen to Earth Oddity
1: <laughs> episode goblin mode. Just to hear our legal acumen. <laughs> Uh, People be getting sent to death row all the time. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, if we could keep it all in house, we bail them out and we represent them too. (laughs) I mean, I think that's a pretty good plan. We might could make some money. You know, we'll just have to explore how to. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go to law school. (laughs) I'm not cut out for actual real learning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's stay in the restaurants. Okay. Uh, I have a passion for restaurants. I I love the restaurant business. Uh, An Olive Garden manager was fired after a time-off rant. Uh, A Johnson County restaurant, uh, this is from Kansas, by the way, uh, restaurant manager, Kansas, exactly where you think you would get quality Italian food at an (laughs) Olive Garden. Right. Sure. We know the Italian influence on Kansas that Mm -hmm. they've had. A restaurant manager sent a harsh message to employees about taking time off and was subsequently fired. An Olive Garden Media Relations representative confirmed to KCTV5, a manager at the restaurant on 95th Street sent sent this message to staffers. Our call-offs are occurring at a staggering rate. From now on, if you call off, you might as well go out and look for another job. We are no longer tolerating any excuse for calling off. If you're sick, you need to come prove it to us. If your dog died, you need to bring him in and prove it to us. That's a health code (laughs) violation. If it's a family emergency and you can't say too bad, go work somewhere else. If you only want morning shifts too bad, go work at a bank. If anyone from here on out calls out more than once in the next 30 days, you will not have a job. Do you know in my 11 and a half years at Darden, how many days I called off? I don't know how many zero <laughs> I came in sick. I got in a wreck literally on my way to work. One time airbags went off and my car was total, but you know what? I made it to work on time. There are no more excuses Sorry. No, it's fine. She's texting you.
0: No, that's the door.
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, us collectively as a management team have had enough. If you don't want to work here, don't. It's as simple as that. If you're here and want to work, then work. No more complaining about being cut or not being able to leave early. You're in the restaurant business. Do you think I want to be here until midnight on Friday and Saturday? No, I'd much rather be at home with my husband and dog. Going to the movies or seeing family. But I don't. I'm dedicated to being here, as you should. No more excuses or complaints. I hope you choose to continue to work here. And I think we make it as easy as we can on y'all. Thank you for your time. And thank you to those who come in every day on time and work hard. I wish there were more like you.
0: Huh?
1: And so she got let go. <laughs> I think she should have been promoted.
0: I was about to say, I, now, look, typically... You you might would think that me and Tom would be on opposite sides, sure. right? But I'm 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 with her. Sure, you know yeah, your work is very important. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, like we're dependent on you here. Yeah, we're, there's a lot of people depending on you being here.
0: Now, I, I think that could have been probably be, been one paragraph. Sure,
1: <laughs> a I'm a long one? texter too.
0: <laughs> I text long. I'm
1: a I'm a long. I'm not br- brief brief yeah. at all. But yeah, I. I get it. I've been frustrated Mm -hmm. and you've pop off. Her sentiment was correct, I think, which is we're depending on you. We need you to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, we feel like there have been a lot of flimsy excuses for calling in. So I'm shocked that people
0: get time off. Yeah. You get, you mean when my dog died? Sure. I could have taken off for that. Yeah. Some people will.
1: Yeah, the the fur baby crowd will. <laughs> They'll need a day off when their dog dies. The people who have pets put their dog in a Walmart sack, throw them in the trash, <laughs> and going <on> into work, <laughs> shed a couple of tears alone in the truck while you're driving, and then suck I woke it up.
0: up early and dug a hole. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, I throw all my pets in the trash. <laughs> Except Julius the Wonder Cat, who got an Indian mound. Yeah. I want to go back and check on that Indian mound. If those people tore it down, I'll burn that house down. <laughs> you can't tear down a monument to a king of a cat like that. Sure
0: you can. and Not at, without repercussions. Well, that may or may not be true.
1: We saw how much the Egyptians liked in and took care of their cats, mm-hmm. and there's all kind of Egyptian curses. Everybody knows that. So if you mess with Julius, your house may get burnt down. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> there may be a, a the curse of Julius. Huh. Julius is the wonder cat. It's a great cat, by the way. Um, we're currently losing the basketball game by three points. Alabama's playing Memphis right now. Number four ranked Alabama basketball. Mm-hmm. But still early in the game, so. <laughs> and we came back from like 15 down against number one Houston on the road and won. So
0: thanks for the update. Yeah. Uh, my next story here, and this is going to be my last one a Calgary man accidentally killed himself after attacking a driver with a knife. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Sure. But, uh, A Calgary man accidentally killed himself after attacking another man with a knife following a road rage incident, according to police. Mm. The Calgary Police Service was initially investigating the 21-year-old man's death as a homicide, but they have determined that he died as a result of an accidental self-inflicted injury. Okay. That's going to make your eulogy tough. (laughs) That is tough. (laughs) I mean, that's a, a time where we tried to reflect on the best sure. of whatever that person was. How old was this guy?
1: 21. 21. I wonder if he has any kids. If uh, so, they're probably pretty young. <laughs> they may not realize their dad's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like new dad. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: maybe right. he'll be better. Maybe he'll yeah. work out better. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe new dad.
0: <laughs> the one they'll actually remember. Yeah. Dad 2.0. Yeah, daddy 2.0 will be, be a decent dude. <laughs> Just after 9 p.m. on December 10th, two drivers, the victim, and then a 35-year-old man got into a fight after a near collision on the 200 block of 12th Avenue Northwest. Stop by, say hi. Sure. Both men got out of their vehicles, which don't do that. Never (laughs) good. Never good. Don't do that. My opinion is if something
1: like that happens, I'm going to stay in my vehicle because at the worst, I'll run over you. You know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's a good point. I I got a better shot. With a truck. But what began as a verbal fight turned physical when the 21-year-old pulled out a knife. Investigators believe the incident escalated into a physical altercation, said CPS in a release. the 35-year-old man suffered minor injuries and was taken to hospital. Uh, afterward, the younger driver accidentally stabbed himself with the knife and then fled away in his car. Police <laughs> <laughs> he said... <laughs> Probably of embarrassment. I want to drive off and die somewhere. I mean, I mean, we're laughing at this kid who died, but uh but he was it's an, funny, but he was an idiot. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. I'm sorry
1: he's dead, but that's funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, As he drove away, the young man lost consciousness and then collided with a light post in the northwest community of Helmsville Heights. Glad he didn't hurt anybody else.
1: That is true. He was
0: later discovered and pronounced dead at the scene. All this could have been avoided if he would have just left his knife in his pants pocket. Just
1: been cool.
0: Just be cool. (laughs) That's all you got to do. Because the death was not considered a homicide, police say they will not release the identity of the dead man. CPS Homicide Unit Staff Sergeant Sean Gre- Gregson called the incident a harsh reminder that a confrontation with weapons never leads to a positive outcome. That's right. a good idea. Well, I've, I was told once that one thing you never, ever, ever do is you never pull a weapon on anyone and like try to scare them with it. Yeah. You, right. you pull it as a last resort sure. and you pull it with every intention of using it. Yeah. No, I, I, and uh, this guy pulled it with apparently with. Sure. He used it on himself.
1: Well, um, I, I mean, I guess you get what you deserve, you know, <laughs> sometimes. So that's what you get. You pull out a knife. Sometimes you stab yourself. I bet you it wasn't like a case or an old timer, you know?
0: <laughs> I mean, he he must have... Uh, I mean, if if he bled out and lost yeah. consciousness and then died from a wreck, yeah, he probably got an artery or something. He he must have got he must have been bad. Yeah,
1: but he didn't whip out anything like that knife. I guarantee you. I mean,
0: how about if I if I was in a road rage? I <laughs> <laughs> "I'm gonna get you." You you, need, you at least need a lock blade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I would have to like try to get my fingernail on that little thing to get it open. All right, I'm ready to fight. A knife like that is for opening Amazon boxes. Sure. Yeah. Its most noble yeah, peeling it, apples. Its most noble use is like whittling wood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for killing the guy who you got in a road rage incident with. Right. And. I mean,
1: I, I feel like every man should have a knife, right? Mm-hmm. You know, on oh, yeah. at all times.
0: I use mine all the time. Sure. Usually to open up Amazon exactly. boxes.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: usually to open up a box. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, but I will whittle with it, especially when I'm on, like, camping trips and stuff. I don't know about you, but when my kids were little, which my youngest one's, he's five. He's kind of got out of that now. But tip, what I used to do is I would uh, – we would get a like, a, a bottle of milk or whatever, like yeah. chocolate milk juice, whatever – I would uh, take the top and I would like whittle a little hole in it and sure. stick their straw through it, so there they wouldn't spill juice and yeah. milk all over the entire. No, car. You make a homemade sippy cup. It's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's why God gave us knives, <laughs> yes.
0: not yeah. to stab ourselves no. <laughs> and then drive away in embarrassment and pass out.
1: you know, I mean, I twenty one. I mean, we've all been twenty one year old man, you know, because gender is a social construct. So everybody's (laughs) been a 21-year-old man.
0: All right, Nobody who hasn't.
1: Sure. And you know how it is. I mean, your temper will get the best of you sometimes. And you you get a little big for your britches or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you think you're cool, dude. Everybody who's 21 thinks you're cool. And then you stab yourself. You're like, I gotta get out of here before I end up on Instagram.
0: Let me ask you this. And uh, I'm... I'm just curious what what is it about road rage that know. makes people immediately go to 11? Yeah, I don't know. Like okay, l- I have been angry before too. Me too. But that said, like and, and I I guess really I'm just comparing myself to my wife and my in-laws. Like I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And sometimes people cut me off, but typically my first thought is well, I've accidentally cut people off before. Sure, right. Don't ascribe malicious n- intent to right. what could also easily be, be incompetence, mistake. you yeah. know. Yeah.
1: I've also found that there's less opportunity for road rage if you're not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know, like if everyone would be responsible.
0: Maybe that's it. Everyone's in a yeah. hurry.
1: If everyone would be responsible and show up to work 10 or 15 minutes early, just plan to be you can sit in the parking lot. We're not requiring you to clock in early, you know. Just it makes your drive a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. You can slow down, listen to whatever song you know, have a have a nice easy drive. Listen to an Earth Oddity
0: podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just take, just chill out, and uh, you won't, it won't matter. I'll share a quick story. One time, me, my wife, and our kids, we were in the Chick Fil A drive through. Yeah, getting some Chick Fil A for lunch, and there was a car that was backing out. She was backing up, getting closer and closer and closer and closer. Getting really close, and and then I just kind of like I wasn't trying to be mean. Yeah. I just kind of like tapped the horn, just kind of like, hey, you're you're close, you're yeah, close enough. You should probably pull yeah. forward now, sure. And <laughs> when that happened, she backed up and like and bumped me a little bit. I, I think she may have actually bumped me before I tapped on the horn. Uh, you know, yeah. Now at the time we were in a I think it was a 2004 like GMC Yukon I uh-huh. mean it was a big vehicle oh, huge remember. bumper not not worried about yeah. you know it was the bumper not sure. not at this point not worried well all of a sudden <laughs> I don't know what the deal is she just like hits the gas like already up against it and just starts like backing into it. It's like oh, trying brutal. to like, push us backwards. You know, like Devolution Derby? Yes. <laughs> at this point, I laid on the horn. Yeah. Not because I was mad, just trying to be like, hey, <laughs> you're you're trying to run me over <laughs> in your little Monte Carlo. Right. <laughs> you should try to stop. I got a thousand pounds on it, <laughs> you know, at least. Well, anyway- uh, and then she pulled back into the space and uh, I pulled out of the, out of the drive through and I got out and walked up and Tara was 11 angry, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like super mad. Like, don't get me into a fight, <laughs> but it turned out it was like a uh, it was like a, a little old, like 70 year old, like woman of color, yeah, who was, I guess, didn't know any better, sure. And she just she said that her foot got stuck, yeah. I think she probably just didn't put it in drive, she yes, thought that she exactly. was in drive and she just yep. backed straight into me. And I was just, I was cool I, I said, hey, you know, we'll. Call the police, but whatever. You're not hurt, are you? You know all that stuff. You know, swap insurance. I'm glad. You know, nice to meet you. Sure. And uh, I'm I'm glad that I handled that, and not my wife. Because if my wife had handled it, we would have been on MSNBC. (laughs) (laughs) You know, crazy Karen White lady gets in a fight with the seventy year old woman of color.
1: Tara throws around the N word all the time. (laughs) I uh, we were coming out of the zoo in Gulf Shores. You yeah. know that is? Yeah, and, yeah, that uh, little bitty
0: itty bitty zoo. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right by the mini call <laughs> the little zoo that could. That's exactly that's their slogan.
1: <laughs> Those are Joe Exotic people, right?
0: Like I, I love that zoo. So I do too.
1: <laughs> well, this is the boys were little. We had, I think it's maybe the first vacation with the minivan. That uh-huh. was like yours. They were that little. And uh, I was waiting to pull across, you know, like all 55 lanes of traffic there and head back towards the beach. Mm -hmm. And this guy behind me got frustrated and honked at me. And I was like, I gave him like a one of these, you know, like traffic's going, you know, I can't just... Go out in the middle of traffic.
0: I'm doing my best. Yeah.
1: Hey, bud, I got my kids in here, my wife in here. I don't want to die. And uh, <laughs> and he continues to honk at the horn and then like hollers and like cusses at me out the window. And I got the window down. Mm-hmm. And I man, I got mad. And I, <laughs> I put it in part. And I opened the door. I was like, I'm gonna go fight this guy right now. <laughs> like, he's probably gonna beat me up, <laughs> but I will have made my point. But now. I will fight it. Like, there's no shame in losing a fight. You know, there's only shame in not fighting. You know?
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So I was like, I'm, I'm going. And Deidre had to like grab my shirt and wouldn't let go of it cuz I was going to go <laughs> fight this dude. And then so then she pulls me back into the van and then I got to sit there and wait to like get out in traffic for another 5 say,
0: minutes. You probably could have got out. <laughs> sure <laughs> was getting and got out to try to go fight the guy.
1: Sure. He was yeah. an older dude though. I remember thinking like
0: I might could kick him in the in the hip or something and do some <laughs> damage. <laughs> My dad, God rest his soul, he, uh, have, have I told this story? I don't know. He about got in a fight with a dude in uh Home Depot. Oh, wow. He was in the checkout lane, and <laughs> he bumped into the guy who was standing in front of him. Yeah. And he just kind of like bumped into his heel with his cart. And my dad said, now, this is my dad's story. You know, I'm, I'm telling his side. Sure. But he said, he said, I'm sorry. And he said that the guy in front of him and now my at the time, my dad was probably like late sixties. Mm-hmm. This is a dude early 40s. Okay. He says he turns around, he was probably having a bad day. Yeah. But he says, he says, yeah, it is your bad. You need to watch where you're going. Oh. DA. Oh, wow. Yeah, you dumb. Sure. Yeah, it's time to fight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> As I get your dad. i like, all right, well, we gotta fight now. Well, <laughs> my dad.
1: I'm about to get arrested
0: at Home Depot. Late sixties. You know, with his cane. Yeah. It's not even one of those sword canes. Sure. <laughs> it's just, it's just right. a cane. He says, he says, oh, yeah? Well, I tell you what, me and you can go out there in that parking lot, and we can see which one of us is the DA. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm still thinking probably you. <laughs> right. But
1: He's got to wait on your
0: dad to get out there with his cane. <laughs> well, he leaves his cart right there in the line, and mm-hmm. he walks outside. And he points at the guy. He's like, come on out here. Come on. Come on. Uh-huh. And that dude, he just stood in line. Punk. He's a punk. <laughs> and my dad, he he walked back. He got in line behind him. He says, yeah, that's what I thought, uh, D.A. That's right. And then he hit him again. I this time on to... purpose. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Now. Well, that's a great story. <laughs> that guy. He was, you know, twenty five years younger. Yeah. Than he probably would have, you know, torn my dad limb from. But I guess it's about honor, right. you know. Yeah, that's what it is. Him. Yeah.
1: There's no shame in losing a fight, you know. Now you may die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a possibility. You pick a fight with the wrong person, getting a fight with the wrong person, they could kill you easily. Yeah. But I mean, what's the big deal? You get beat up. Who cares? You know, mm-hmm. like it don't matter. Uh, I've been beat up. Plenty of times in my life. <laughs> I haven't won a fight since fifth grade. <laughs> Which my friend David, who moved out to Washington, I may have told you this. He uh, called me one day and he was like, Hey, John, uh, he's like he's on this board for the cycling league. And he was like, uh, he's like, Hey, uh, I was talking today about how growing up, you know, you just you would get in a fight. You know, he's Mm -hmm. like, and all these men out here are like, that's barbaric. (laughs) He's like, right? Did you get in fights a lot growing up? And I was like, yeah, all the time. And he was (laughs) like. Okay, I was just making sure I wasn't weird. I was like, yeah, no, I got beat up all the time.
0: <laughs> I like, actually, okay. which I mean, I was you know way bigger and taller sure. than all the other kids. Yeah. I actually didn't get in a ton of flight. I got in a few.
1: Yeah, I would say I but, got in like a million or anything. But yeah, I
0: remember it happened. It definitely yeah. wasn't something that never happened. Yeah, you right.
1: Know? And yeah, they acted like, you know, I guess Pacific Northwest, they're a lot more... Um, cosmopolitan, right? Cultured, uh, some more because he grew up in Dothan, mm-hmm. you know, of uh, where you just settle a dispute with a friend with your fists, and then you go back
0: to being friends or whatever. I don't know. Um, this is why China deserves to win. <laughs> that's right. We've, we're
1: soft as a people.
0: That's why they're going to take us over.
1: Um, we're up by four now in the basketball game. Uh, let's talk about another guy who had a little trouble with his temper. All right. All right. Um, Henry Wallace was shot and killed over the weekend after an elderly neighbor was enraged over Wallace leaving the door open to the shared laundry room while standing at his mailbox who Hugh Hootman thats his real name (laughs) demanded Wallace apologize. Uh, According to what Hoopman told police, it was only when Wallace tried to push past Hoopman that he said, I lost my temper, pulled out a gun and shot him several times. Um, Hoopman's wife, Susan, was recorded in her 911 call saying, my husband just shot our neighbors and I think he killed them. No. no.
0: That's what you don't want your wife telling the time one on. Never. <laughs> never.
1: Ever. First thing she would say is my husband was being attacked.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, or these, or you just stick to the facts. There's a fight. Yeah. I think there's a gun involved. I want her, come quick.
1: I want first bit of recording that she puts on tape to be me having to defend myself. I was forced into <laughs> this position. All right. I'm
0: for I'm, I'm afraid of his life. Afraid yeah. for his life.
1: So when Wallace, that's the guy who got shot, Ginger ran outside. She began yelling, and Hootman responded. uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wallace uh, was—Hootman responded. He was the guy who was shooting. Uh, He shot her twice, and he killed her as well. Now, Miss Wallace was the HOA president. Oh, okay. um, Of the condo building where they uh, lived and said that they were having a dispute over— the laundry room door. So they were telling him (laughs) he needs to close the laundry room door down here. And he didn't like it too much. He was in
0: goblin mode. He was goblin mode.
1: (laughs) Goblin. I
0: mean, can you blame him?
1: (laughs) Uh, Neighbor Kathy Barber said she heard Wallace screaming. Oh no, no. And then screaming and going silent. That will stay with me all my days. Uh, Another neighbor Raymond Bowes heard the gunfire and opened his door only to see a scared mailman calling the police. Uh, His body was lying right here and she was lying there like a baby curled up. And he was standing there. And I said, are you calling nine one one? And he said, yeah, Bowes recalled, That's a great (laughs) quote to put in this this thing. Hoopman returned to his apartment to tell his wife, call the police. I just shot Henry (laughs) and Ginger. You know, he came in and set the pistol down on time. <laughs> Dang. Honey, call the police. I just shot Henry <laughs> and Ginger. Uh, after being arrested, the detective said Hoopman was overwhelming in his apology saying he wished he could take it back. He had a concealed carry permit and keeps his gun in his pocket for protection, uh, or evidently to settle conflicts with the neighbors. <laughs> but look, we've all been under the thumb of an oppressive HOA. And their laws and rules. Did you go
0: to the last HOA meeting? I did. When was it? it I went what, to the one before. I think.
1: Yeah, I know. You. I thought you were going to be real active in the HOA uh, when you first moved in. I, dude. I. I. It, it, this last one completely slipped my mind. They sent out a letter. I can't remember what it said. It was something like, if you can't vote, you can sign your vote over to you know like a proxy vote. Mm-hmm. But either way, you need to fill this form out and return it. in. I just threw it in the trash.
0: I don't think we even got one.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think so. I keep getting texts where I'm telling me to sign up for their online portal. I <laughs> uh, never, I'll never do it. They did change the rules though, to you have to pay your dues one lump sum all year.
0: We did that last year, yeah. And I remember because they were they told us at the last meeting that I was at. Yeah. That it was going to be like a, I think a buy like twice a year right. or something. And, but then when I contacted Duckworth Morris, yes, they were like, no, we want all our money. Yeah. We want it all now. Yeah. And if you don't pay it, you get like, what is it? A $50 Yeah. Some sort fee. of late fee. It's crazy. Yeah. But.
1: Which I know the lady who runs the HOA, mm-hmm. like we, she grew up in Barrie and I didn't ever go out with her. She was my type. But I went out with a couple of her friends, you know, so we went on some double dates and stuff. I thought she'd be a lot cooler than she is. Apparently not.
0: (laughs) She in goblin mode. She's goblin mode.
1: (laughs) But they don't hassle us, too. Only thing they hassle me about is the money. You know, and now that we got to pay it all at once, which we did, Mm -hmm. then they won't hassle me about that. And I don't have any problem paying it all at once. I just got a problem with me having to remember when to pay it. Which, <laughs> right. Hey, it's my bill. I should be able to remember to pay it. And so it's not their fault. But also, the last company that we just switched from, they never billed us or told us or anything. So, mm-hmm. They were the new company. Was like, well, y'all owe the old company, and you owe us. And I was like, I remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like, oh, whoa, whoa. I need, I need something that shows all this to before I start handing out money to everybody. So, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's enough. HO. That's talking HOH with John. (laughs) Sorry, we went goblin mode on (laughs) HOH. got fired up. Right now, though, we want to talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunded Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out, folks, at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. That's CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. You're going to talk about going goblin mode?
0: Put some some Cajun Curl.
1: (laughs) Get the Cajun Curl out. Bust it out. You'll be in goblin mode. (laughs) Uh, On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowel's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard. South's finest meats in downtown Northport, you can go to Mark's Mart. And then uh, you can go to either Piggly Wiggly, the one down in Taylorville, or the one in Northport on Lurling Wallace. Get your Cajun Curl there. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl value when the spice, taste of spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
0: Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. All right, John, we don't have any voicemails this week, but we got a letter. A letter? A letter. Like a real live letter? Yes, check this out. All right. We got a Christmas card from a listener. Oh, yes. And she writes, Merry Christmas. Hey, Tiny and John, just so you know, I'm not creeping on you. I used the return address on the envelope you sent with the sticker. (laughs) I really enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for making me laugh every week, Jane. So thank you so much, Jane.
1: Jane's awesome. She's my Facebook friend, and Mm -hmm. she's cool. Uh, Not, I mean irregardless of her sending in actual fan mail. (laughs) Not our first piece, because Sadie sent us some stickers one time. She Shout out to Sadie. From Wales. From Wales, yes, who we tied in the World Cup in the (laughs) qualifying rounds or whatever they call them. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But, yeah, Jane's cool.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. Also, we got a Facebook message, someone just saying that uh, they've had a rough few months and listening to our show helped them. And I just wanted to say uh, just briefly to, uh, to all the folks out there, I don't pretend to be some kind of great, like beacon of hope to the masses out there. Don't be humble, tiny. (laughs) Don't be humble. (laughs) (laughs) But I did want to mention that uh, while it's not like we get those messages all the time, it's like the third or fourth time someone is. And I just wanted to mention because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I have written into precious few. Yeah. I understand that you guys are busy, but. Well, the holidays are fun, especially for for people with like small kids. I know we love to watch our kids open up their presents and get super duper excited and stuff. But for a lot of people, the holidays are tough. And I just wanted to mention to everybody out there that if you're having a tough time, uh we hate it for you. Uh, I hope that our podcast brings some gives you some kind of happiness, sure. yeah. in this dark <laughs> evil <Right>. world <laughs> that we're uh sojouring through. True. Well, and I just wanna echo your sentiments. You know, if you're
1: out there and you're having a tough time, contact Tiny. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, for real, you're right. This time of the year is difficult for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Me, everybody, you know we've all lost loved ones and and this is a time of year sometimes where it feels like everybody is with their loved ones.
0: Except you, you know, sometimes you feel like you are the only one who is not in goblin mode. Right.
1: Yeah. Everybody's in (laughs) goblin mode except you. That's a great way to put it. (laughs) Yes. But just know that like, you're going to get through it, Mm -hmm. you know, like as bad as whatever it is, you can handle it. You Mm -hmm. know, like you were created with a purpose, and even though things are bad, you're going to rise to that purpose eventually. It's just not going as quickly as you like, but it'll
0: happen, I promise. You know, and I want, trust and have faith, you'll be okay. And I want everyone out there to know that, uh, I, you know, I, I may not know you personally, in fact, I probably don't know you yeah. on a personal level, but just as a fellow human being, regardless of what your politics are, regardless of you know, who you know, whatever you yeah. know, what who. Your family is who you love, what your ethnicity is, what your religion is, your politics. I don't care about any of that stuff. As a human being that is in my in my belief created in the image of God, sure. You know, I I do care about y'all, and I yeah. certainly don't wish maliciousness or or badness on anyone. Right, and uh, you know, I, I just, mean,
1: unless you <laughs> pop open a knife in a road rage incident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I care more about you than uh like the the animals sure. <laughs> out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I, and it is it is very
1: touching when somebody reaches out and goes, "Hey guys, I've been having a tough time. Thanks for like, making me laugh."
0: That's yeah, really because, the only reason we're
1: doing it, is to
0: make <laughs> people laugh. I was about to say, I'm say, i not even doing it for that. I'm doing it to make myself laugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I like hanging out with John and right. this <laughs> podcast. This podcast is an excuse sure. for the kids and the wife to leave me alone for a couple hours every week. <laughs> you I get to cut up with my neighbor, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Uh, in fact, I, I think I drove Deidre to almost the brink of divorce before I came over here.
0: <laughs> so it
1: is good to get a little respite. <laughs> yes. Thomas's car is acting up. Oh, no. And so uh, I got home and, you know, we were talking about it. She's like, we got to figure out something with Thomas's car. And I was like, okay. She's like, well, do you want to call the shop tomorrow or do you want me to? And I was like, oh, it's whatever. I don't, I don't care either way. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you know, do you want to do it or do you want me to make the call? (laughs) I was like, I was going to make her say, well, you do it. You know, like just (laughs) ask me to do it, you know? And so finally she got frustrated and was like, well, you can do it because I'm lining up dentist appointment eye doctor appointment. I was like, okay, no worries. You know, I can do it. I don't know why you're being weird <laughs> Just about say that. it. My mistake was going, I don't know why you're being weird about it. I can call <laughs> you know. And then she got. It was
0: at that point. Yeah, well,
1: I was like, no, because she was being weird about it. And you need to, if you're in a committed relationship with somebody and they are being weird, you need to tell them. Like, that's love. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to let you be weird about it and not say anything. Right. (laughs) So uh, you're being weird about this. I can call, you know, and Uh she got a little huffy and I was taking the trash out. So I went outside and then I came back in, sat down. We we were eating supper. And then a little (laughs) while later, she was like, well, do you think you're going to call the Chevrolet place, or you're going to call the shop here in town, or whatever? And I was like, "Don't worry about it. I got it." You know, <laughs> like you got a lot on your plate,
0: I got it. You know, <laughs> they love it when you do that. Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, then a little while later, this is literally maybe ten minutes before you text say, "Hey, let's record." She started asking more questions about it, and I was like, "See, this is why you should have made the call. Like <laughs> you." Uh, you can't relinquish control of this issue to me, even though you wanted to relinquish control. I was like, I got it. It's handled, Deidre. I'm a grown man. I do a lot of important stuff every day.
0: I can handle this. Uh,
1: Don't worry about it at all. Well, do you think you're going to get it towed down? I was like, I'm not talking about it anymore. <laughs> I was like You didn't want to handle it? I can handle it. We'll get this car fixed. Don't worry about it. And so, uh,
0: you should have been like, and then I, I like, have a five point plan of attack. Yeah. I'm going to type it up for you tonight, and I'll sure. email it to I you tomorrow. I'll shoot you a PowerPoint on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it went, but you know, I said that,
1: and literally it was like, hey, I'm ready to record. <laughs> I was like, All right, I'll be over there in just a second. I was like, hey, good night, kids. Good night, Deidre. I'm going to record (laughs) time. I walked out. (laughs) She hadn't texted me good night yet, so she's made me mad at me. But it was it. It's like, hey, look, if you want me to handle it, just let me handle it. You know, like if it was such a big deal. And then she's like, well, i got to take Luby to the orthodontist on Monday morning. I was like, do you want me to do that? I'll do that too. You know, it's like, I can, I can arrange that at work, but
0: you're going to have to relinquish control. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right.
1: This is a very bad, uh, a very bad thought, but okay. I, I wash all the clothes at my house. I do all the dishes. We pay a house cleaner, right? (laughs) Okay.
0: And you still do it.
1: But, Outside of that, I do basically what everybody would consider the womanly duties around my house. Do a lot of cooking, all of that. I got to say, ladies, it's not as hard as y'all make it out to be. <laughs> like, I understand why y'all make less per hour. Than
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> not that, to
1: it's not that big of a deal. <clears throat> <laughs> it's, I help out with homework. I do all that stuff. Not that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know what it is, so yeah,
0: man. You should like get fixed up and go be like some gay dude's trophy. Sure, I'll be excellent at it. I like look. It's I'm not doing it
1: because I love my family or anything. (laughs) Right, I'm doing it because it has led to me getting laid tenfold more. right? (laughs) Right, like there is motivation behind that. It freed up my wife because she does stress out about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, the the sink's full of dishes and I got to wipe down the countertops and all that, you know, because she likes a nice, neat house. She just doesn't want to do anything to make it nice and neat, <laughs> which I get. I'm the same way. <laughs> but I, I'm like, this is easy. So it's paid off for me. And uh-huh. it's been very good, but it's not as hard as she made it out to be <laughs> I mean, literally maybe 30 <laughs> minutes of work a day. I was like, <sighs> yeah, right. And then half a day doing laundry, you know, yeah. cause we don't do the kids laundry anymore. They're all enough to do their own. Well, Libby, Libby's a little princess. And so we still help her with hers, but the boys do theirs on their own. Mm-hmm. I'm doing like maybe if we got to wash Libby's, we probably have to do about six loads because she wears three pairs of clothes every day. She (laughs) has multiple outfit changes every day. (laughs)
0: Costume change. Oh, it's
1: tiny. It's ridiculous. (laughs) And like, you know, dudes, I believe, I, I guess all dudes operate this way, or maybe I'm disgusting. I make him wear like if I would have put on a t-shirt, I wore this to work today, but if I would have put on a t-shirt and okay, came over here and sat in this room for two hours and recorded a podcast and went home, I would have put it back, hey, that's still eligible to be worn. You yeah, i the same
0: way. Yeah, right. Blue jeans, i wear blue jeans for like a week. <laughs> blue jeans are acceptable. <laughs> yes. Everybody does that, right? <laughs> yeah. Not Libby. <laughs> for me, is a t-shirt a day, yeah. one pair of blue jeans for yeah. the week.
1: Livy had on a different pair of clothes when I got home from work than she did when I took her to school this morning, and by the time we made mac and cheese <laughs> to go along with the ham and rolls that we had. My shout out to mom for giving me ham and rolls. She had already changed clothes again. Wow. So, three outfits at least a day. And then she'll be like, well, I got to put on something to sleep in. I already know. So, <laughs> we'll be on four outfits. And so, she runs through the laundry. Huh. But it's not that hard. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all I wanted to say. Well. You probably cut all that out for every <laughs> female. We were just like pumping up. Like, hey, guys, I know you got it rough. And I'm like, you guys are weak and suck. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: insensitive. <laughs> They <laughs> <I may laughs> cut down some of it, <laughs> but John, we have some questions. Okay. And now it's time for ask John questions about stuff. Well, we have three questions. All right. Precisely. Okay. Uh, we like to ask John. Sounds questions. like they like our wives asking questions to our wives better than asking questions to me. Okay. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah. But uh, I've had. Tara asked me three or four times oh, yeah? if there was any feedback oh, wow. on her questions, Yeah, and I have to keep saying no because I've gotten no feedback, <laughs> and I think she's a little bit sure. upset about You're it. She's like, so, Tara,
1: you just don't move the needle. So
0: if you guys could give me some <laughs> feedback on Tara's question segment last week, that would be much appreciated. Sure. She did well, though. Okay. Yeah, I thought she did good. She was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, tell her I said that. I was entertained. She told me straight up before we even started. She's like, I'm not answering any sex questions. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you not know want people to think we do it? <laughs> like, we have kids. Is it a secret?
1: <laughs> uh, are you are you ashamed of me? Look, let's ask her questions again and I'll I'll come up with the most vile sexual <laughs> questions. <laughs>
0: Well she said she said something like uh, like they asked Deidre like cause when cause when she was like she's like, "what, are, what are they gonna say? And I was like, yeah. well, I'll just let you listen to Deidre's segment. You yeah. don't have to listen to the whole show. Yeah. But and that'll kind of give you an idea of what to expect. Right. And she was like, Yeah, were, Nicole asked about marital yeah, yeah, they were like talking about sex. And I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> like, you could put that on Disney kids. <laughs> you know, version. Like that was of course Disney the, would do that. that was the most, maybe that was a bad example. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you, could, you could put that on Daily Wire. It was like <laughs> the most G-rated discussion of sure. about yeah. marital fruits I've ever heard in but my life.
1: It's okay for people to know you do it.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, that's how we all got here. We're we're married. You yes. know, like there's nothing wrong with it. That it's sanctioned by God. I believe right. it's one of God's— I, I, Okay, look, I think God's greatest gift to humanity was Jesus. Absolutely. Number two yeah. was marital for Got to be there. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I get hard to rank it, anything it, else above no, it. No Southern Baptist preacher, no matter how fuddy-duddy he is, will ever convince me otherwise.
1: I agree. Yeah. yeah. Which, oh, you know, I think— in Southern Baptist culture, largely sex is ignored altogether outside of youth group and repressed. Yeah, yes, we don't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. I don't care. Yeah, I do it. I think it's meant I to like be to enjoyed. Now, now,
0: right. I'm a super you know counterculture guy sure. here. <laughs> I believe that it is to be enjoyed within the bounds of marriage and not outside of that. Right. That said, I think I think that is a gift. I think that is God's gift. So. Sure, absolutely, yeah. It is. Anyway, uh, we got a way off. Yes. We have some questions for John, though. We have three questions. First question comes from Cash Money Oddity Thousandaire. He says, "Is Spanish Fly a good stocking stuffer?"
1: Yes, please bring it to <laughs> uh, Cash Money. First of all, thank you for the Christmas card. By the way. Uh, cash money oddity thousandaire. <laughs> we don't send them out, but I do appreciate it. And yes, please bring it to the uh, to the family Christmas we're gonna have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I need to try some out on Deidre.
0: <laughs> I'm not convinced it exists. I still I, think I, it's a, a, a myth, myth. an urban legend. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I kind of agree. I've never seen it for sale in a gas station restaurant. <laughs> yes. you know? I've I mean, seen the French tickler in there.
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of different products. I live in a world where CBD all exists <laughs> because it's in every gas station, <laughs> but now I've never seen Spanish fly. Never. A uh, next question comes from Bill Zoot Suit. What kind of bread do you think Jesus would use to represent his body if he had today's bread options? <laughs>
1: I don't know enough about bread to know what's unleavened and leavened, you know? Right. So I'm just going to throw out some bread stuff and all y'all trans, trans, was it transubstantiation nerds? <laughs> Keep your yeah, opinions to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like I was going to talk about, uh, it sounded like I was going to talk about transgenders there for a second. <laughs> I will say transfiguration sometimes and mean transubstantiation. Gotcha. Gotcha. But either way, uh, I would say probably
0: like a pita, maybe a pita <laughs> bread. Okay. Yeah. That seems like a good one. I think he would have stuck with unleavened bread because yeah. the Jewish people, they were really, really stickler for the sure. rules. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they really liked the rules. That's what I'm saying. I don't know enough. <laughs> but, but that said, yeah. maybe if, uh, Maybe if Moses had had a bunch of different bread options. Well, uh, if Jesus were
1: here today, you know, like if he were to be born this Christmas or whatever, Mm -hmm. of course, he'd be born in America, greatest country in the world. (laughs) And he would probably use Texas toast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, there we go. Our next question comes from The Driver. Have you ever or would you bungee jump?
1: Uh, I have bungee jump, not at like a legit place, <laughs> uh, but I didn't really enjoy it that much. Okay. I wouldn't do it again. I'll say that much. All right. Yeah. Wasn't fun.
0: I, I might do it. I don't yeah? know. I've never done it, but I've never been like offered to. Sure. And I'd never wanted to like spend the money to do it. So we, I don't know. I might. I
1: had I, some dudes I was loosely associated with had one. They built up on Smith Lake. <laughs> they built one. It was like hanging out of a tree
0: <laughs> off of a deer stand.
1: <laughs> it was pretty sketchy, but I tried it because uh-huh. there's a bunch of girls around. And I, my pride wouldn't let me not do it. <laughs> yes. But I didn't really enjoy it at all. So we did a lot of crazy stuff that weekend.
0: That was just one of them. Uh and then last question. Uh was your time spent ringing the Salvation Army bell court ordered? <laughs> no, we
1: Spiller Furniture and Mattress volunteer our time various ways in the community. We've served at the soup kitchen, served at the food bank. We ring the bell for the Salvation Army. That's what we do. So support your local retailers that are making a difference in your community. Don't order off the internet like a nerd, you know? <laughs> right. Come in. And support us because we're going to turn around and support you too. So mm-hmm. we do that because we care about people as an organization. So Rob, our marketing director, who he and I went to Tupelo together this week.
0: Did I tell you about that? Oh, I didn't mention that.
1: Yeah. We'll talk about that in the Patreon. <laughs> okay. Uh, we went to Tupelo this week <clears throat> together. He lines that stuff up. He's our marketing and community relations manager. And we just do that because we care. Yeah. There yeah.
0: we go. All right. Well, John, as this freeze, as this free portion of the show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank you all so much for supporting us and for everything you do. We want to mention those who donate at the 10 or above tier by name, and those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Uptograph, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Wheel. Thank you all so much. If you would like to become a Patreon, patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have a few tiers, but if you sign up at the $5 tier, that gets you the extended show That's After this show, there's a whole nother show, and it only costs you $5 a month. Why would you not sign up? Yeah, there's really no reason not to. Yes. Yeah. With the prices of everything else going up, we've got inflation, we've got shrinkflation, which is you get Doritos, and you don't get as many Doritos as you used to get. But the Patreon extension If not more,
1: you're getting (laughs) more than you are. It's
0: increased. Yeah. It, It used to be- a 15 minute segment at the end and then like an extra show. Now it's an extra show every, every week. Every week. Right. So that is patreon.com/slash earth oddity, extend your oddity. Um uh, hold
1: on before we talk about what I'm going to talk about. Uh I wanted to say if if you're feeling down this holiday season, the number one cure for it is joining the Patreon. <laughs>
0: That's absolutely it. You know
1: what'll make you feel better? Giving us money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We care about you so much we want to charge you to feel better.
0: Money is a burden. Sure. It brings you It's down. the root of
1: all evil is what it is, Tiny.
0: It brings you worry. Yeah. It brings you troubles, like Biggie said, Mo money, mo, mo problems. problems. Right alleviate your problems (laughs) by giving us your money. Sure, exactly. (laughs) And you can do that at patreon.com slash Oddity.
1: Yes, we're going, and my story is we're going to talk about Brian Adams, Canadian rocker, and uh, what his doctor has recommended him health-wise. Okay.
0: Yes. Uh my story is to the chagrin of John Long, we are diving back into the world of, crypto. of
1: cryptocurrency. Beautiful.
0: And we're going to talk more about SBF. Sure. So well,
1: there we go. <laughs> you got anything else? No, I said I love everybody. I hope you all remember to love yourselves as well. Yes. Not talking about masturbation. <laughs>
0: but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: <laughs> right. And remember, if you have problems, reach out to Tiny. He'll be glad to chat with you.
0: Yes, <laughs> you may have to wait a while. Sure, <laughs> Tiny is not a fast texture backer. The important thing is you get in the queue. That's right. <laughs> and then it's not going to hurt. Yeah. If maybe a couple of days go by, forty-eight hours, you uh, send me a little ping, yes. a little thumbs up. I had to
1: tell Shiny Disco Balls <laughs> that I was like, "Look, man, don't feel bad
0: about reminding me. <laughs> like I need." Real minders. <laughs> You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Oddity on Twitter. If you want to check out our show art, you can check that out, underscore Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server where you can chat with us in real life, link in the show notes. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone
1: number? That is 662-493-2059.
0: 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
1: Hello, patrons. It's nice to see you. (laughs) It's nice to see you. Alabama's up by three to begin the second half. Over Memphis. Number four, Alabama. We are a basketball school. People forget. (laughs) We're the second winningest program in the SEC behind Kentucky. So, there you go. I don't know if that's true. I may have made that up. Maybe we have the second most SEC tournament wins or something like that.